long time. I, I, I didn't think I, uh, it was something I could do. And just listening to other people, it, it just slowly came out. I was like, you know, I, maybe I can do this. This is the Adventure Sports Podcast, where we talk to athletes, adventurers, and business owners from around the world of adventure sports. Whether you're climbing Mount Everest, starting a bike shop, or getting up off your couch to take your kids hiking for the first time, we want you to have the motivation and inspiration you need to chase that next adventure. The Adventure Sports Podcast is brought to you by Camp Crate, the leaders in fully planned self-guided backpacking adventures, as well as backpacking gear rental. You can check them out at campcrate.net. Hey, everybody. Hope you had a good weekend. We're, uh, we have a cool episode today. It's a little different. Usually, we, we, we talk to people after their adventure, you know, kind of after they've already had the experience, they've climbed the mountain or crossed the continent or whatever. Whatever all the crazy people we have on the show is doing. Um, but today, we're taking a different approach. We're talking to somebody who doesn't have a ton of experience and who is getting ready to do their adventure. So this is like pre-adventure sports podcast interviewee. Uh, someone who has not done that thing yet and they're getting ready to very soon. So this was recorded you know, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago now. It's uh, Jeremiah Foose, and he is getting ready to do the Appalachian Trail um, starting like in a week or two. And first-time adventurer, he's done some hikes and stuff, but he admits that this is his first big adventure, something he didn't think he could do, a uh, listener of the show, and through all the stories and through a little window of opportunity, he, he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tackle this and hike the entirety of the Appalachian Trail. Uh, in the interview, I, I give a lot of advice because, you know, it, I've done some trips, but I didn't mean to get so advice-driven towards Jeremiah, but uh, I did, every, all of it's my opinion, of course, so, you know, if you don't agree, um, it's a, that's totally fine, it's your call, this is all just based on my experience, but I did mention one part where I was like, <laughs> I don't recommend training, Um and what I meant by that is, you know, you stay in relatively good shape throughout the year if you, you know, play sports or, or if you like to run or something, bike or something. Um, and then all my trips were long, long bike trips. And I wouldn't necessarily train for them because I didn't have the time being a student and working full time. So I just try to get in shape when I can. And then I just use the first week or two of the trip to, to kind of get my body in shape and kind of get used to the mileage or, or to the lifestyle. And so that's kind of what I meant by that. I didn't mean not training for the trip if, you, if you're if you going after something big, especially if you're going after something technical and with a lot of skill involved and maybe a, a fastest known time, absolutely train. Um, you're going to have to train a lot for something like that for sure. Uh, but, you know, I was just trying to be encouraging and, and Jeremiah has his uh, probably the same questions and uh same concerns that you would if you're planning a trip so i hope a lot of you out there can relate um if you have any advice for him or any words of wisdom you, you can reach out to him on facebook it'll be awesome to follow along he's starting the trip soon and i hope i hope we can interview him post trip to to see what it's like to talk to somebody before and after such a life-changing experience 
So uh, today's episode is brought to you by Peak Refuel, best backpacking food in the world. Go to peakrefuel.com. It's freeze-dried and not dehydrated, so that it cooks faster, uses less water, really good meals. Peakrefuel.com, ASP20, 20% off. Hemp Daddies CBD oil and transdermal cream help with joint pain. It can help with stress. CBD is huge right now, and uh, I'm, I'm doing it myself, and it's been helping my knees, the arthritis in my knees a lot. The show is also brought to us by Powder 7 Ski Shop in Golden, Colorado. They do online uh, used demo skis. You can, they'll ship it right to your house. You get great deals, new and used equipment, so check them out. All right, y'all. Oh, and uh, Jeremiah, good luck on your trip, man. This community and our listeners are going to be rooting for you. We're going to be uh, encouraging you along the way and keep us updated. And it's so cool to know that this show had a small part in your decision to get out there and get on the trail. And man, I hope you, I hope you encourage a thousand more people to do the same. All right, here's the episode. Oh, how's it going? Uh, going pretty good. Working on cleaning my truck out right now. So I drive truck for a li- well, did drive truck for a living. And I was just working on cleaning it out so I get sold when I get back. Oh man, what, what kind of, what kind of truck? Big truck. Big, big rig. Yep, yep. Cool, man. My my grandfather and stepdad did that for years and years and years. It it is a very interesting job. How long you been doing it? Eight years, just short of. I started in April of two thousand and ten. Yeah, it, it's actually how I discovered that I like it out west. What do you mean by that? Where'd you end up going? Well, I got a. Uh, one summer, about six years ago, I got a pretty steady run going from Louisville, Kentucky to uh, Phoenix. Well, there's a truck stop in Flagstaff, and I kind of, well, I kind of fell in love with Flagstaff that year. The uh, Arizona Trail runs right behind the truck stop, so that made it kind of convenient to hop out of the truck and uh, go for a hike. Oh, man. So do you have that kind of time when you're driving a truck? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I can uh, imagine. My friends tease me about being a tourist with an 18 wheeler so you know I, i've considered it a lot of times i'm thinking man i could get paid to drive uh-huh. a rig across it i love road trips but i think it's just you know navigating that thing through through towns and cities is what stresses me out <laughs> you know you get used to it and it's not as bad as what you would think it, it can get a little interesting at times but it's um yeah it's not it's not too bad have you ever been to Lake Placid, New York? I actually have never been there, no. Okay, well, that's a buddy of mine told me to, he, he said, you need to go that way, but when you go take the bypass around Lake Placid and don't go through the town, well, I missed the bypass and took it right downtown. And Oh, gosh. Yeah, but I made it. I mean, it, it, it wasn't bad. <laughs> Golly, that is too funny. <laughs> Uh, I, I had to, I, I had to move a few cars out of my way, but you know. <laughs> so, so where, where are you coming from today? I am in Kentucky. Now, is that where you're from? Uh, yep. Yeah. I'm about, the easiest way is about halfway between Lexington and the West Virginia line. Okay. Has anyone ever accused you of having a, uh, Southern accent? No, never. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Man, as people say that I have it subtly sometimes, and uh, mm-hmm. and there there's no mistaking with you though. 
<laughs> yes, I know. That's part of the. I was like, man, do I really want to get on podcast sounding like a uh, extra from the Andy Griffith show? <laughs> <laughs> No man, it's great, man. It's, uh, uh, southern uh, Southern accents are, are trustworthy. They're comforting, and uh, the, it's like the world is fascinated with them. You know what I mean? Yes. And yeah, so it's a I good know. thing. It's a good thing. It's it's kind of why I enjoyed going up around New Jersey and Boston. It's one of the only places in the country I can tease them about their accent. <laughs> right. <laughs> So man, you uh, you know, you we've been talking a little bit through social media mostly, but uh, you know, you you you're making big plans for for a big adventure coming up. Do do you do you want to share with the audience what you're going to be doing and and how the idea came about? Yeah, I am going to be uh, through hiking the Appalachian Trail starting in March. I don't know how the idea came about. I just slowly, I think, listening to. ASP and uh, probably the movie Wild, probably. Uh, oh man, I just watched that like two weeks ago. Yeah, finally, uh, that's a great <laughs> one. <laughs> it was a good movie. Yeah, it was inspiring. For a long time, I I, I didn't think I, uh, it was something I could do, and just listening to other people, it, it just slowly came about. I was like, you know, I, maybe I can do this. Wow, why, why didn't you think you could do it? Just just too big of a too big of an adventure. Too big of an adventure. Uh, I really don't have any backpacking experience at all. The longest backpacking trip I've been on is an overnight trip. That's all. You, you, so you just do that, like uh, for six months, and you'll be you'll be fine. Yeah, the longest hike I've been on was twenty twenty five miles, I think. That's a I did good hike, the uh, I did a rim to rim hike of the Grand Canyon uh, two years ago. Damn, yeah, was, you're you're, you're going to be yep. good then. Did, how long did that take? I did it in three days. Uh, I hiked down one, spent the night, spent the day down in the canyon, and uh, hiked back out the next day. That's a good hike right there. I, I've done that. I didn't spend the night, but it was, uh, I'll kick your butt. But I think if you're capable of doing that, you know, you just take your time, take care of yourself on the trail, and you're going to, you're going to, it's just, it's just a longer experience of that, which is, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm glad I spent that day down, uh, scheduled to spend that day down. I don't think I could have hiked back out the next day. Oh, yeah. I'm not used to the desert, and I got dehydrated, I, I don't know, probably 1 or 2 o'clock the next day before I started feeling normal again. No, I, I get it, man. That desert will it'll suck the life right out of you, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. So so why, uh, why the Appalachian Trail? Why did you decide to do that? Well, when I decided I wanted to do a thru-hike, I uh, started doing my research, and uh, it seemed like the Appalachian Trail had the most support and the biggest community, and um, if I uh, needed off the trail, it was going to be easier. If I needed help, it was uh, I, I would have it easier. I, I really kind of wanted to do the Continental Divide Trail, and mm, maybe the next time. <laughs> you know, I, I hear a lot of people, a lot of people say that's, that ends up being their favorite, um, but it's also uh-huh. the last one they do between the three, uh, the Triple Crown Appalachian Trail and the Pacific Crest Trail. I say they save that one for last because it does take the most uh, skill and the most confidence going in, but they say it's just so remote. I just talked to a guy last week that said he went like a week and a half without seeing another person on that trail. So, so you, you know, how did you, how did you work without, work this out with work and, uh, 
finances? What? How, how have you been preparing in that way? Uh, work. I just quit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's an easy way to do it. <laughs> finances about man. Let me think. 2014, I started paying off my debt. I, I came completely debt free in 20 uh, January of 2015. Oh wow! You you a Dave Ramsey yeah. fan? I am a big Dave Ramsey fan. Oh man, me and, too. Uh, we did the same thing. We followed his steps to pay off some student loans, and it, 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 been a fan ever since. Yeah, and you know, thing is, in 2014, uh, that January, I looked at the interest I'd paid. 2013, I paid it was over three thousand dollars in interest. So the money I've saved in interest just in the last four years is paying for this trip. Wow. But yeah, I really, I wanted to do this in 2018, but had a bunch of truck repair and quite a bit of time off. And then, you know, the finances just didn't come through that year, but it works out great. Uh, this year, my uncle's going to be able to go with me. So it's going to be a new experience for both of us. Now, does, now does he have any experience uh, with through hiking? Uh, a little backpacking a little bit he is retired military okay so he, he, he's he got the grit and resilience at the very least yes and both of us are stubborn and hard-headed so oh, good we'll get along then <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, yeah that should help a little bit so so have you been ever have, have you been able to uh train your body or, or your mind at all and, and get ready for this so you said you did the the Grand Canyon thing a few years ago. What about recently? How have you been getting ready? Well, I'm going to have to train now. Uh, December and January, uh, I could have moved out of my house and been fine. I have spent almost the entire two months in my truck working. So, yeah, that's uh, – but I should be okay. Uh, I bounce back pretty well, I, I tell you this, I, I you know, I, I, I do, I haven't done a ton of through hiking, but I will do, uh, um, I do a lot of bike touring and I never, hardly ever train for a trip. What I do is, uh, I use the first week or two to kind of train me. Now I'll get a little bit prepared. I don't, you know, go overboard with not preparing, but Use that first few weeks to to train you and to get your body ready. Take it easy, and then before you know it, you'll be knocking out miles and 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 feeling really really good on the trail. But those first few weeks might be rough. <laughs> and it's it's probably going to get it's going to get easier as I go along. Uh, I should be losing weight pretty quick uh, when I start hiking too. So, so, so what are you most excited about? Just the experience, meeting people, seeing things I've never seen before. I, I find I enjoy that more than the, anything else. Most of my trips out west, that uh, what what I really like about them is seeing, meeting people that I never would never meet otherwise. And, and what's so neat, I've spent a few weeks on the Appalachian Trail, and it, there's a culture around that trail that is unlike anything I've ever seen. Just this whole host of, of, of jargon and lingo, and uh, there's nicknames. You're going to get a nickname. The trail kind of gives you one some way, somehow, mm -hmm. and you just see the same people each night or as often as you want. And, uh, man, just the people that surround the trail with the, the supporting communities. Um, I haven't done the uh -huh. whole thing, but it is just seems like a just wonderful experience with scenery and the people and just the whole culture is going to be just awesome. I'm so excited for you. Yeah, I'm, lo I'm looking forward to it. I had a kind of... Similar experience in Grand Canyon because mm. I didn't realize I was, I was dehydrated. I don't know, dehydrated, overheated, both. 
until I got down there. And the next day, I was talking to a couple that had passed me on the trail. And I was telling them about it, and uh, they looked at me and said, we would have never left you behind if, if we had known you were dehydrated. So, you know, that was pretty uh, pretty cool. They were giving you that level of uh, comfort saying, hey, if, if, you know, if you're in trouble, we'll, we'll, we'll be with you. Yeah. It seems like when you get out into areas like that, you get a lot of that from my experience. Yes. You get a lot of, uh, you get a lot of support. You know, you've already, you've seen it, but you're going to see it on just such a grand, more grand scale with this. People just take care of each other, especially Uh when they're out there doing something like that. No one, no one's out on the Appalachian Trail to, to make money, to, to sell anything to you, really. It's all about, the experience and people just seem to it's one of the most pure things about like our life is 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 doing stuff like that outdoors people just are in this totally different mindset than they are in everyday life and they're so caring so compassionate and so helpful i can i i can already see that just from the little bit of experience i've had the the more i get out into the will into stuff like this the more i realize that what you see on the news and everything isn't, I don't think that's the majority of people. So all of you know that uh, I deal with some chronic pain, some chronic inflammation in my knees, and it's been an issue with my adventure sports career. Uh, but we just had Caleb Simpson on the show to talk about his company, Hemp Daddies, and I'm actually going to give their products a shot and see how they do. I'm going to be using their CBD oil and transdermal cream. I've been trying it out about a week now, and I've actually noticed I sleep better. Um, my stress and anxiety have even lowered a little bit, as well as my knees do feel a lot better. Their products are third-party lab-tested. They're made from USDA organic hemp, and they're grown on a family farm right here in Colorado. If you'd like to give it a shot yourself, go to their website, hempdaddies.com, and use the code ADVENTURE to get 10% off your first order and free shipping. And I will keep you in the loop about how it does for me. So buying ski gear can be a pretty daunting process especially when it's online. But Powder 7 made that process incredibly easy. They live by their mantra, which is skiing for all, all for skiing, by being completely dedicated just to skiing and encouraging anyone and everyone to participate all year long. It really doesn't matter if you're looking for your first pair of skis or looking to round out your quiver. Uh, They have literally thousands of skis in stock, uh, new and used, so you can get a really good deal a team of ski experts to help you find the perfect ski for you. And they stock every brand you can imagine. And not only skis, but they have everything else you need, whether it's a helmet or goggles, apparel, boots, bindings, poles, literally everything. The only thing they really don't get you is a lift ticket. It's crazy. So you can visit them online at powder7.com or stop by their store there in Golden, Colorado. But make sure you give them a shot before trying anywhere else for your ski equipment. I have just about stopped watching the news completely because of that. It it skews your views so badly. And, w- and when you're out there, you're not going to have a choice. You're, you're not going to be watching the news out on the Appalachian no. Trail. So you're not only not going to be doing that, you're going to be replacing that time and that energy and those thoughts with the true experiences happening in front of you, man. It's, it's, it's the, it's the mindset change that's so powerful about these experiences and, and, it seems like you already are getting pretty familiar with that. Yeah. I don't know. It's almost a 
addicting to get out there and get the head change you get when you get into the outdoors. Absolutely. It's a, it's a good addiction, man. It's, it's needed in our culture for sure. Yes, it is. So what are you, uh, what are you most nervous about getting out there? Cause you're, you're looking for, we, we always talk to people after the experience. You're, this is a unique, this is going to be a unique episode cause we get to talk to you right before all this life changing stuff takes place. I'm nervous about not being prepared enough. I don't, know what I don't know. That That's two big things right there. Yeah, I, I feel like I need to take another year to prepare. Uh, I don't even have a backpack yet. I'll be going getting that next couple of days. So, Do you know what day you're leaving? Sometime around the 1st of March. I've got, uh, my uncle has a doctor's appointment and I'm, it's right in there. I'm not, I'm not sure what day. Where, where are you starting? We are starting at the uh, southern end. Okay. Um, going to be an adventure man that and, and you know you you say you, you you think you need another year man that's uh i know a lot of people listening to this show feel that way about whatever they're trying to do and if there's anything i've learned it's you know you, you you wouldn't be any more prepared in a year really because it's not pressing you, you'd kind of put it off and you go back to work and, and figure things out and Next thing you know, it'd, it'd be February next yep. year, and you'd be in the same boat, <laughs> saying, "Well, yeah, I watched a couple more hours of YouTube videos, but you know, <laughs> I didn't do a whole lot to get ready." There's, there's only, there's only so much research you can do. Really, the best preparation is just to do it. Absolutely, man. It ain't, and it's not, what's so beautiful about those through hikes, it ain't rocket science, man. You, you got some basic gear. You got some stuff you realize you'd need and you can pick up down the road and you stuff you realize you don't need and you just drop it off, ship it home, throw it away, give it, give it away, whatever. Yep. And then you just figure it out little by little each day. You figure out, you know, my feet are hurting or my back's hurting. You just make all these little adjustments constantly. And next thing you know, you're, you're a quarter of the way through. Next thing you know, you're halfway through and you just, you know, whatever you got to do to keep going. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'll figure it out as I go along. As long as I keep, as long as I take enough uh, food and enough warm clothes, I'll be okay. Yeah, and it's going to help to have uh, somebody there with you. You know who kn- who knows what happens down the road, but but to start with with someone familiar that you trust, it's a big psychological uh, advantage. Exactly, it'll be that, and and somebody to uh, push me when I don't feel like going. Oh yeah. So, so how 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 are you feeling about it? What what's what's uh the mixture of emotions going into to it is this still are you dreading it or are you like let's i'm ready to quit this job <laughs> i'm not dreading it it's just almost still feels like it won't happen uh i think i've got uh, i've got a lot of stuff to do between now and then too it's probably uh, uh yeah i'm focusing on that more right now too because i'll be moving out of my house I, I rent right now there's no use paying rent while i'm gone yeah i wouldn't do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think I'll get more excited as I uh, as March comes closer. How does your uncle feel about it? He's excited. We've talked more in the last month than we normally do in a year. So, yeah, you might not talk at all about halfway through the trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's going to be interesting because he's ex-military. I'm more type B personality. That that, that could get fun. <laughs> we interviewed my my best friend Paul. Uh, probably three, four months ago now. And he's like you, he, or, or I mean, he's like your uncle. He's not, he, he, he was in the military briefly, but, uh, 
he's that type of person for sure. And uh-huh. I am just like, I go with the wind wherever it takes me and look at the trees and the sun. I just want to do whatever feels good at the time. <laughs> Yep. Type type B for sure. And and there are days, man, you hate each other. You're just like, I can't stand <laughs> you. I can't. No, you just you just start. It's crazy. You just start thinking of all these scenarios that I don't know. You just hate them for some reason. And then for in right. a weird way, it just grows you closer and closer together. I remember hearing a story about these two guys that were crossing uh, the South Pole together. They were on sleds, or they were they were cross country skiing pulling their sleds behind him and very, very famous explorer. And he was, uh, he was looking at his partner that was ahead of him. They were just looking at nothing but white for months, white flat uh-huh. landscape. And he said, I would just think every day of ways I could just kill him. So I wouldn't have to deal with him anymore. <laughs> oh, wow. And he's, you know, obviously they're great friends, but he's just like, you get to this emotional weird place where you're just hate each other for something little for just a little while during the day. And then you're just like, what the heck, what am I doing? Just cause everything's so hard, but oh yeah, hopefully y'all don't have to go through anything that extreme. Well, I don't, I don't think we will, but, but, but you never know till you do it. From, from the idea when you had, had it, how long did it take you to decide I'm going to do this? And then what was the first big step that you took that said, I, I can't turn back now, or I'm, I'm definitely doing this. <laughs> quitting my job, you know, four days ago. That's <laughs> all right. So, so the <laughs> idea was up in the air until then, huh? Mostly, uh, uh, with my uncle going, it, it was pretty much, he motivated me more to, uh, to go on through with it. it. This is a big step for me. I have not been unemployed since I was, oh God, I've been unemployed one month since I was 18 and I'm 38 now. Wow. Yeah. No, that's uh that's incredible, man. That's uh I'm about the opposite. I've been I've been officially employed probably just a few months of <laughs> the last ten years for me. Right. It's it's definitely gonna be uh different. And I would like to do something other than drive truck when I get back. Mm. I don't know what, but uh I would like to do something other than sit for seventy hours a week. Despite all the places that you get to go, yep, yeah, it's well, you're you're tied to the truck, and I've gone through uh, forty eight of the fifty states, but I, you know, I've not got to stop at a lot of them. And put your feet on the ground. Yeah, I would. I did one trip from North Dakota to the Panhandle of Texas, and I'd love to re- redo that in a car. So there's things I I just couldn't stop and see. Yeah, because them trucks, man, they're on the schedule. You got to hit that. Well, they're on a schedule, and there's only so many places you can park them. True. They're not inconspicuous by any means. They're they're big old things. Well, you know, they're only 70 feet long, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a house. You're dragging a yeah. house behind you. Pretty much. So, man, so you, do you own your truck? You got to get that sold before you go, or is that the company's? Uh, no, I own the truck. I will be selling it when I get back. You got somewhere to leave it then for for the time being. Yeah, I'm lucky enough. My mom has enough space for me to park it at her house. Man, this is exciting. So, so what are the people around you saying about your decision and about your idea? Uh, there's two groups of them. One group says I'm crazy, and the other group is excited for me. <laughs> That's a good balance. Because if everybody thought you were crazy, I would think I would think about what you're doing. If everyone thought it was a great idea, you ain't pushing it hard enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Well, that's good. So who's on the crazy side and who's on the good idea side? Oh God, uh, a lot of my friend, a lot of my family thinks I'm crazy. Uh, my friends are split. My friends that think I'm crazy. Uh, right now, the trucking industry is booming. I've never seen trucks moving like they've uh, moved in 2018. So does that cause you hesitation? Well, yeah, I'm going to be missing out on uh, a lot of money. <laughs> Ability to make money is always going to be there. Oh yeah. But this life is you got you got to set time for you to to have these experiences because man, you, the the amount of people you're going to be coming across. The opportunities, what they do, what they've done with their life, what what kind of uh-huh. you're, you're going to think of things to do when you get back that you just didn't even know existed before, didn't even know there were possibilities. Oh, oh, definitely. And if I'm really lucky, I'll meet up with somebody from Leave No Trace or some other outdoor company and and go drive truck for them. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Keep driving. Just change what you carry. Instead of going factory to factory, go turn uh, expo to expo. I was just at a trade show last week, and there were there were campers and and all kinds of rigs inside this building. And I thought, well, somebody had to drive this here. Uh huh. You got to set time aside for this. And if you're at a place in life that that is allowing this, uh huh, you'll never regret it, man. I wouldn't trade what I've done for. I wouldn't trade it for millions of dollars. I really wouldn't. Oh no. I mean, beforehand maybe because I didn't know. But now after going through it, uh, it's priceless. I'm the most proud of those things of anything I've probably done or achieved or anything. It's life-changing in every sense of the word. Well, man, that's why I chose to go ahead and quit instead of keeping at it another year or two. or In two or three years, I may not be able to do this. You never know what's going to happen in a year or two. Something may happen where I can't, uh, I'm not able to do the hike. You might, you mean, God forbid, but you, there's something health-wise that could just change something life-wise circumstance that just, just happens and you won't be able to do this. You, you know right now mm-hmm. that you can. You know right now that this is a good window of opportunity to give it a shot. And the fact that you're going for it, and you, 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 you got to take this chance and say, you know, tomorrow something might happen where I can never do this ever again. But yep, I know right now I can. Well, yeah, that's, uh, I'm already having a little problem with my knees where I was stupid in my twenties. What'd you do? Hiking too fast downhill. Oh yeah, that'll do it. That was part of what did it for me too. Yep. Yeah. You know, that was part of it. It's, uh, there's been a few other things, but, uh, I limped for a while after that, that particular hike. So, so what kind of stuff are you taking? What, what, what's, uh, what's on your gear list? Do Do you have any of that figured out or is it kind of up in the air still? Tent. I've got a Nemo Hornet. Uh, Nemo Hornet Elite, I think. I do not have a sleeping bag yet, but I've been looking at. I think I've been looking at a Nemo sleeping bag. I've, I'm, I'm hesitating a little. The, the one I'm looking at is about a three hundred dollars sleeping bag, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I want to spend that kind of money. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> I get it, man. So, something I always use is a website called Steep and Cheap. Uh-huh. If you heard of that, I have not. They are. It's an auction based outdoor online thing. And, and they like every 10, 20 minutes, they update a new item and it'll be like uh-huh. 50, 60, 70% off. And I got two of my sleeping bags on there for 75% off. Okay. And they are, they're just like old models. They're, they're, they're brand new gear. It's not been used or nothing, but you know, maybe uh-huh. a place overstocked and they try to sell it on here and it, they, it changes all day long and you can get updates and, and you just, I just been, I waited 
till they had a sleeping bag and went for it. But man, you can check all kinds of places, get a good deal. Good night's sleep is going to be crucial on this trip, in in my opinion. Right. What, what kind of backpack are you looking into? I'm not sure about backpack yet. Uh, I'm probably I'm going to go to REI and uh, get fitted. But I, I've really I've not done enough research on that to uh, know what brand uh, to look at. Any suggestions? So yeah, like I said at the beginning of the episode, I used to carry cans of food into the backcountry, and uh, I know there's a lot lighter things to do, but uh, there's just a lot of options that aren't good for you or either too heavy. Um, and that's why I really do, uh, use peak refuel now. Um, they're a new backpacking food company and I say backpacking food, really, it's just uh, freeze dried food that you can use for anything. I've actually eaten it for dinner before with my family, uh, because it's real food. It's not, it does not taste like backpacking food or hunting food or something that you're only going to eat in the backcountry. It's, it's delicious high uh, in protein, uh, nutritious. It is going to refuel you. It is filling huge portions. And I really encourage you all to give it a shot. At least try it out. Uh, And that is peakrefuel.com. And if you want to get 20% off an order, uh, use the code ASP20. And that's capital ASP and then two zero. Now back to the episode. I mean, there's just a million different backpacks and people are going to, you know, give their opinion and what they've used, but there's nobody out there, but a a few who've used it all and tested it all. And Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, I'm not a gear junkie. Um, I'm kind of like, just give me what I need so I can get out there and have the experience. I don't want to think about, you know, some bogus technology that's in, I I just want to do the trip with some gear, like give me some. (laughs) And so, yes. And I would say go light to try to stay light, but uh, be uh, prepared. I'll tell you what I personally use is I use a 15 year old Kelty external backpack that I got at a yard sale for Uh $8. Still use it to this day. And uh, (laughs) even though I run a backpack in a gear company with my friend, it's uh, (laughs) we still use these nothing fancy at all. But go, yeah, go to REI, check them out. Sometimes they run deals, uh, look for discount websites and the important thing is make sure it fits good on you it's the right length the right um not not terribly heavy but big enough to hold mm-hmm. all your stuff man you don't you don't have to this is my opinion you don't have to go with the most expensive stuff to to have a great time my my first bike trip i didn't get the bike till 2 weeks before we left so i know exactly how you feel try it out if it's comfortable put some weight in it See if that's comfortable, and uh, uh-huh. it's on. It's it's on you all day long. All the, anywhere you go, that thing goes with you. And so, twenty two hundred miles, twenty two plus some, I'm sure. <laughs> in case you yep. make a wrong turn or turn around or hike off trail to a town or something, you know, there's there's at least twenty two hundred. So, and don't get light colored because it's going to get filthy <laughs> unless unless you want to show how dirty it got. Oh yeah. That's, uh, I don't have any light colored clothing. So yeah. Good, good. So how's your uncle? Is he, is he prepared? Is he, is he getting his gear dialed in? I think he, I, I don't know what he's got bought, but, uh, I think he's got most of his gear. He's been, uh, I think he's been wearing it, uh, around on short walks 
it would be nice if I had the time to maybe at least do 10 miles with my backpack, but we'll see. Well, I, 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 I know preparedness is, is a big part of it, but I, I can't speak from experience, man. I, I always just kind of went for it without a whole lot of preparedness. As trips got more complicated, I'd have to prepare more, but those first few, you get on a trail, get on the road, and just go. And uh, yep. figure it out as you go. It was miserable some nights. And my first night, I didn't have a sleeping pad for my first three month trip. For three months, I slept straight on the ground like a doofus. I just didn't know any better. <laughs> sleeping pads important. Make sure it's comfortable, lightweight. I actually recommend Climate K L Y M I T. They're cheap. Uh-huh. They're lightweight. Um, very resilient and uh, really good company. Okay, I'll look into them just a general gear list i think there may be too much information out there now because it has uh, there are so many people that say you know you need this and this and this and this and you know there's so many different gear lists it's hard to pick or choose which one to go with i, I get that and i tell you what man this might be bad advice but there's a lot of people out that are that are internet hikers I mean, and they, they uh-huh. have a perfectly dialed in gear list. They got it all figured out. They love talking about the gear. They really get jazzed uh-huh. about that, but they don't ever put it to use towards something like this. You know, maybe they'll do a few little trips, but it's nothing like what you're doing. And there's a lot of people that right. have that balance really nicely. But man, I've been on the AT. I've met so many people, the ultralight pack backpackers to folks that were using their dad's gear from 30 years ago and they were all uh-huh. doing it just the same i met one guy quit carrying a quilt blanket the size of a dadgum bedroom to keep warm <laughs> and he just had it rolled up on top of his pack it was like three feet above his head and he wow was, he had done the whole trail just as quickly as some of the other guys little guy and i just uh-huh. thought it really it really comes down to mindset once you get the basic items you need. I mean, when we went our first trip, we had so much junk that we ended up having to get rid of just because of the weight. And you're around so many people on the AT. If there's something you don't have that you need that day and you uh-huh. don't have a chance of getting to town, I guarantee you you're going to pass someone that's willing to let you use their multi-tool or some duct tape or something or, or, or something. You know, it's right. bring some zip ties, bring some duct tape and... Heck, there ain't about. There's probably nothing you can't fix with those two things out on that trail. <laughs> there, uh, I hadn't considered zip ties, but there will be duct tape. Okay, maybe zip ties ain't. That. We had bikes, so we were zip tying things all the time. But you might not need that as much tape. Tape probably will hold it, just about anything together that you'll have on your back. One or two zip ties won't hurt either. They're fun to chew on too. <laughs> <laughs> I've not tried that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, so. <laughs> well, man, man, I'm I'm excited for you. I'm really hoping that you'll uh, have you'll have a life changing positive experience and and get to meet just thousands of interesting folk. I should. I looked on YouTube last week, and I think there is already eight or nine people posting YouTube videos of their 2019 hike. They're already on the trail. Some of them are already on the trail. Some of them were doing uh, gear lists. There, there was one guy started uh, AT, I think a month ago. He, he started early. And, yeah, I bet he was miserable this last week. 
if he didn't oh, come my, off the trail. Yeah, oh my goodness. He might have had to take a break uh, unless he was outfitted for Arctic conditions. Uh, I don't know if you paid attention to the weather on the East Coast or not, but we got down to zero and some negative temperatures oh, yeah. in the last week. I have a good friend in the Chicago, just south of Chicago, and I, I couldn't even fathom the numbers he was talking about. Oh, God. Uh, it, yeah, it, it got just a little chilly up there. Man, that is nuts. Nuts, nuts, nuts. I, so so when, when do most people start it, and how, how long do you plan to be out there? I don't think I asked that. Uh, I've heard most people start sometime in March, and you have to be off the trail mid to late September. guess it gets a little rough up there. But, but we should, uh, I, I think most people do it in five to six months, so we should have plenty of time. That is a long time, man. Yes, it is. You're going to be a different person. (laughs) I hope, and I hope for the better. Well, man, we wish you luck. This will probably come out probably close to when you're starting. And uh, how can people, are you going to be updating anything? Can people keep in touch with you, encourage you, follow along? I'm not really on. uh, I have a Facebook account, but that's about, that's it. You think you'll be posting there at all or, or very infrequently due to service you know i'm not sure uh that's probably how i'm going to keep most of my friends and family updated but i don't know how often i'll be able to post being on the east coast i should have service most of the time but we'll see what an adventure this is what life's about man and and i i I encourage you chase it do what you can to make it happen to stay out there um I really encourage you not to quit unless there's just something dire. But if if you just are not having a great time or I don't know, it's just not going what you thought, I encourage you to keep going because I've had so many friends, people I know at least, some friends that that quit when they were so close to just something so awesome that I feel like if they could have broken through that, that those emotions it could have really had an experience of, of a lifetime i am hard-headed enough that unless i probably won't quit unless it's for health reasons or something that i have to come off the trail yep that's good because it's uh i tell you one thing it ain't gonna be easy but it in a way it's gonna be the hardest thing you've ever done but in a way it's gonna be way way easier than sitting in that truck for 70 hours a week it will not be as stressful that will uh, that will definitely be for sure. And I don't know the stress in a truck; it just kind of sneaks up on you. Dealing dealing with uh, dealing with traffic, you would be amazed the number of people that will cut off a semi, mm. which does not seem intelligent to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two or three hundred yards at internet interstate speeds. I, I'm I'm definitely happier when I can get out and just be on the road by myself. Or, you know, light traffic. I, I am just unbelievably excited for you. I know our community is excited for you, and they'll be rooting you on, and they'll want to hear how it's going. So if at any point you can message me when you're out there and say, uh, you know, it's going well, here's where we are, I'd love to update update the listeners on how it's going for you. You, you know, uh, when I get a chance, I will, just to make it easier, I will uh, go ahead and post stuff to ASP's uh, facebook page perfect perfect and then we can share it from there yeah 
Jeremiah, thank you so much for joining us, man. Uh, I'm excited. I hope you can achieve this so you can move on to even bigger adventures and and hopefully get that Continental Divide Trail. I appreciate you having me on. And uh, yeah, hopefully next uh, next year, year, uh, year after, I'll be interviewing for a Continental Divide trip. There you go. Well, Well, you know, you finish this AT, we want to have you on too talk about because we're going to compare and contrast the before and after see how different you are that that will be fun well uh listen to it we'll, we'll try to inspire you give you a shout out every once in a while and uh listen to the show and and feel free to post on the page because we'd love to hear from you all right we'll do all right we'll have a good one good luck all right thank you yes sir talk later Bye-bye. bye First of all, thank you so much for listening to the episode. Uh, Secondly, if you would like to get in touch, you can leave us a voicemail at 812-MAIL-POD. You can also send us an email, info at adventuresportspodcast.com. Get a hold of us on Facebook, Instagram. Contact us on the website. Like, There's just a thousand ways to do it. If you know somebody that would make a good guest for the show, whether whether it's you or somebody you know with a really cool story or background or does an interesting sport, get in touch. We'd love to have them on. Also, if you'd like to be a patron, a.k.a. a supporter of the show, patreon.com slash adventuresportspodcast. You can sign up for as little as a buck a month. You can sign up for five bucks a month. And lastly, thank you to our sponsors whose messages follow right now. If you want to save 20% off the best backpacking food on planet Earth, Go to peakrefuel.com and at checkout, use the code ASP20. Powder 7 is setting the bar for ski retailers everywhere with their personalized service, wide selection of skis, and gear. Visit them online at powder7.com or stop by their store in Golden, Colorado. Also, don't forget, if you're dealing with inflammation, pain, stress, anxiety, lack of sleep, check out HempDaddies.com for CBD oil and transdermal cream. And use the code ADVENTURE at checkout to save 10%.